Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. So that he'd say, please, could you walk my dog? This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Getty. Studio C. You know what it is? A dimly lit room. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, on Little Wednesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Let's not get ourselves, as always, as every day, Donald J. Trump. What? The focus of every single news story. No matter whether it relates to him or not. Just the way it is. Tell you what, uh, pro bowling in the era of Donald Trump has really changed. <laughs> the honeybees, uh, Trump, I blame him. It's just ridiculous. He is the national conversation, no doubt. And he's under the impression, what rightly or wrongly, that uh, that's to his benefit. Thing you just just got to accept it at this point. Interesting. Darn, darned interesting. I'd say. Um, and it'll be impossible to communicate to future generations, even with video, how obsessive the conversation is about Trump all the time. Yeah. Well, I, I, I you know, I've, I've listened to and participated in many conversations of what it'll be like when he's gone and uh, to what extent it goes back to the way it was before. It's not going to go all the way back. I, I really don't think so. I think this whole obsession with the the whole obsession with the soap opera that is the presidency is just sure. the national show, and 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 they're they're really s- smart people who've written long articles about why that is about our breakdown in government and why we put so much faith in one person and a breakdown in society. Really, we don't have all these other institutions that we put our uh, feelings and emotions and efforts into. So the only thing we figure we can do is yell at the president to make our lives better. Well, you can read your smart people with your long articles. I'm an idiot who tweets, and here's my opinion. When we have a very different president, very different speaker, very different uh, minority leader of the, the Senate, the rest of it, who knows? Could change completely. But, yeah, these things tend to move in, in fairly steady lines like a tide, and we're, uh, we're a divided and angry people. I'm not divided nor angry. My, um, <clears throat> no, sorry, let me rephrase that. Someone I know, I know somebody with, with a fourth grader, mm. uh, same age as my son, mm. who's going to a socially distanced birthday party today. This is first I've heard of this, ah. in which uh, this kid, uh, who happens to be the same age as my kid, I would never allow my kid to do this, No, um, uh, is going to this birthday party, and they're all so excited because they have not seen each other for two and a half months. It doesn't even happen in the summertime. Ah, right. And yeah. um, and uh, so they're all going to sit in the backyard, I guess, six feet apart in lawn chairs and have pizza and stuff like that. Eh, and, uh, it won't work. <laughs> whatever. Um, every parent immediately upon uh, being uh, asked in the group test, uh, text, would you be uh, would you be willing to do this? Immediately responded, yes, he can't wait. There was no hesitancy from anyone. So nah, well, a little idea of the uh, oh, whatever. 
I, I think these people are terrible people that are doing it. Oh, this, this clearly. Other, this other kid that I know who's going. It's Write us like, long critical emails about it. <laughs> uh, I will tell you this. This person, I, I suspect they live in a part of the world that doesn't have many cases. Many cases, almost no deaths. Right. And, uh, so, screw it. And also, fun, I, I believe the mental health of the children involved will be greatly yeah. improved. It is a health issue for them to get to see their freaking friends for the first time in almost three months. This very day, I heard Charles Schumer claiming that it's a simple choice between health and, well, money. We want to get the economy started, but we can't cost people their health. As if it's a simple either-or. I mean, that is truly a message for the the brutally stupid. I mean the the, the pigs stupid. I'm I apologize to pigs. That is a message for cows only who can't appreciate even the most basic uh you know complexity. I wish I could take uh, some of those people and uh and, and drop them in Hayes, Kansas where my brother lives and have them just hang out with him, shadow him for a couple of days. Uh and then and then respond on your whole, because uh, you'd say, well, this is stupid. This is stupid that they're locked down around here, that the, the, the coffee shop isn't open. This is crazy. Well, right. And and to my point, though, which was echoing your point, there are mental health aspects of sure. the lockdown. There are not getting cancer screening aspects. I haven't, you know, I haven't gotten some stuff done I'm supposed to do. I got to make sure I do it uh, for health reasons. There are a thousand ways that the lockdown affects health, and then a crashed economy affects people's health. Charles Schumer, you lying liar. We shaved our cat. Uh, the, vet, <clears throat> the vet shaved our cat. Did not see that coming, yes. And <laughs> the vet shaved our cat because it had a little issue. About and then issue. did what with it? And it now looks like something from a horror movie. Oh, boy. And uh, it, it came out of the dark this morning when I got up, and I saw it, and I thought, no! Ah! It really looks like something. I, want, I wanted to tweet out a picture of it. My wife was afraid that somebody would call animal health services on it or something. Because it looks like, first of all, you don't know how skinny your cat is until oh, yeah. you ever see it shaved. Yeah, it's you amazing, think, isn't You it? think your cat is like this size, but it's no. not. It's like slightly bigger than a rat. Durr. Most cats. Durr. And uh, <laughs> Did you have to shave its tail, too? No, so that's why it looks so scary. Okay. It's got the head hair. They call it. They call, there's a name for it, the lion or something like that. But, uh, but, but he's got the, the head hair, little, looks like he's wearing boots with little feet hair, yeah. and then the tail. <laughs> but just... Sounds kind of attractive. And it's a black cat. It just... <laughs> what color is its skin? Uh, uh, gray, I guess. Uh, the black cat is actually gray. It, it, it really... Uh, uh. If you drop that in somebody's garage <laughs> who didn't have a cat... They would start a legend similar to El Chucacabra that would last for centuries. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's a, you, you should have taken a picture. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Oh, God, poor thing. It had and, gray and, skin and a giant head. i got to keep reminding myself, it's the same cat from before. It's just shaved. Nothing terrible has happened. <laughs> it's just shaved. Are you sure it's the same cat? They just didn't give you a different that's cat? Fair. Could be a different cat. Well, listen, as an amateur anthropologist, I'm fascinated by this. So, e- e- you have a gut reaction yeah. to its appearance that is, sounds to me, pretty strong, well, even though you know the beast. Well, a lot of, especially cat lovers like Sean could attest to this, people who own cats. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, um, uh, 
You you have a natural reaction to cats. It's kind of a soothing, calming. You shave that same animal. Yes. Same personality, same everything. Yeah. And it's a horror. <laughs> you can't even hardly look at it. Ah! Wow. You respond. Wow. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, all this discussion of shaved cats, I think you can look forward to a charming 10 minutes on the text line. Yeah. D- just don't bother. All right? Don't bother. <laughs> You're not funny. No. You're not clever. Grow up. Right. Let's introduce everybody in the squad to get these, this hootenanny going. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi this morning, Mike. I'm doing good. Going back to that birthday party, that's a great opportunity for parents to finally drop off their kids and get their kids out of the house, is what yeah. I'm thinking. You know, let um, the kid go somewhere for a couple hours so I can finally be without the kid. Yeah, well, yeah. Because well, they've two been ends. homeschooling, they've been stuck at home. So. There, there are two ends to that, no doubt about it. Absolutely. I, I, I still, I, uh, I, uh, in fact, I probably will write a strong letter to that family. Uh-huh. How awful I think that is that they're doing that. Uh, there's Positive Sean. Shame them on nextdoor.com. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Now, typically when I'm watching internet videos, it is a little mini game that I play with myself when the ads roll. That as soon as I can click the skip ad button, I do it. I it's right there, and I'm on it. Yeah. Except for I've noticed the masterclass videos. Oh yeah. The the online tutorials by the the actual like titans of the industry, right? Like Martin Scorsese talks about you know uh, directing, or Ron Howard talks about composing a I scene. Seen or, I, I probably don't get fed the same ads. I get fed ads for stupid people because I shop for stupid things. But I watch all of them. They're all kind of summaries. They're all about two minutes long. And, and no matter what the subject matter is, at the end of it, I always kind of rub my chin. I'm like, maybe I should write an international crime thriller. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Maybe I should become a some sort of fusion chef yeah. mastering in various cuisines. Why yes, am I not? Yes. 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 <laughs> you know, I've been sitting on this for a couple of days. This is from the Babylon Bee. Millions are overjoyed today after Masterclass.com announced they will replace every single one of their instructors with Greta Thunberg. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. This will be a huge step up in quality for us, said David Rozier, the CEO. Uh, we thought about bringing her on to teach one class on global warming, but then we thought, heck, let's just have her teach everything. There's nobody more brilliant than Greta Thunberg. This is what the planet needs right now. And I'll end with this one. Neil Gaiman, the best-selling author who currently teaches the Art of Storytelling <laughs> Masterclass. Yep, that's one of them. <laughs> reacted to the news that he would soon be replaced with a teenage climate activist from Sweden. Quote, I have written stories for the ages. With nothing more than a pen, paper, and 26 English letters, I can transport your mind to worlds beyond your imagination. I can tell stories that will stick to your soul and stay there for all time. But I am not, nor will I ever be Greta Thunberg. Only Greta can take my storytelling class to levels I never dreamed of. Funny. I'm Jack Armstrong. How dare you? He's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, May 19th, the year 2020, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin then, officially according to FCC rules and regulations, at Mark. He's our president, and I would rather he not be taking something that has not been approved uh, by the scientists, especially in his age group and in his, shall we say, weight group, what is morbidly obese, they say. So I, I, uh, I, I think it was, it's not a good idea. Morbidly obese, they say. Wow. She didn't say that. They say that. Oh, yeah. Other people say yeah. I heard people talking about how he's morbidly obese. Yes, yes. And, and, and her only 
only motivation is concern for the poor man. Exactly. Man, it's just because was, she cares about him. That was a couple of different kinds of hilarious. That she said he's old and fat. Right. <laughs> that was quite something. Uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's it's nice. It's good. We'll continue our freedom-loving quotes of the day from Edmund Burke. Cool. The, and, d- d- learn you up a little bit. And if you don't know the story, what drug did Trump say he's talking or taking and uh, the, the, the fallout around that and all that sort of it's stuff? It's mushrooms. He gobbles up uh, psilocybin every day. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This should be on my list of songs I could not hear too many times. It would be impossible. Um, so Trump announced he was taking uh, some drug yesterday and uh, people's heads exploded. And then he announced he's going to yank funding for the World Health Organization, which I'm perfectly in favor of. People's heads exploded. We should talk about that one, too. Only 791 deaths nationwide yesterday. Pretty low number. We've had a number. That's good. We've had a number of low numbers in the last week. So hopefully we're getting down in that triple digit range permanently. Mm. 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 Mailbag. Uh, here's your freedom loving quote of the day from philosopher, statesman, Irishman, Edmund Burke. When bad men combine, the good must associate, else they will fa- fall one by one. An unpitied sacrifice in a contemptible struggle. Oof. I think the long and short of it is, you know, good people have to get together to do good. Because the bad folks are sure getting together. Everybody has a different uh, definition of who's good and bad, I'm sure. But there's a nice note from John in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, I love, uh, I love that part of the world. Absolutely, I've, I've, I could, I could live there someday again. I used to. I work for the largest home improvement retailer in the country. Think Orange. Hmm, can't figure out who that is. Want to give you some idea of what's going on. In the 11 stores in the Raleigh-Durham area, uh, one of 60 districts around the country, we are, you know, I'm not sure he's supposed to be disclosing these numbers, um, but they like 2 to 3% uh, rise in same-store sales over last year. 2 to 3% is good growth. Uh, last week, we're at 15%. I'm certain most large essential retailers are seeing the same thing. I'm not sure if that's true, John, but... I've read that home improvement stores are just killing it. Yeah. Because a lot of folks, not everybody, but a lot of folks are spending are spending extra time at home and looking around and thinking what they can do and And when we had a day off, what do we had? One day off through this whole thing? We had a day off. Uh I was at Home Depot and it was insane there. I've never seen it as busy as it was that day. Mm. During a quote shutdown. Yeah. Also, uh in terms of people's numbers being up, Walmart's quarterly numbers are out and they're killing it. Interesting. Hmm. Well, uh, you know, there are a lot of signs that a lot of businesses are are bouncing back smartly. Now, the obvious, the restaurants, the the uh, entertainment, uh, travel and leisure are going to be the slowest, unfortunately. But um, even the, that's starting to move. The companies that had already begun some sort of e-commerce digital presence online are doing a lot better than the ones that are trying to play catch up. Yep. True. So, uh, Kathy turned us on to a really interesting article that we will get to at some point, but I like her, uh, her postscript here. 
By the way, I've apparently I've been listening for over three years because my Facebook memories reminded me today of a post I shared three years ago when you were you two were talking about how LeBron James and Serena Williams need to have a baby together, and from that baby we will create a clone army to overthrow China. Mm. We should have been well. Still into a our, good idea. We should have been well into our clone army by now. We need them. Amazed at your foresight. Well, keep listening, Kathy. You'll be repeatedly amazed at our foresight. But yeah, our our clone army would already be you know three year olds. And we'd be uh, training them in basic martial arts. You know? Sending them to China. Let's see. Mike in Arkansas wants us to know that uh, things are very much getting back to normal in Arkansas. We were able to meet for church on Sunday for the first time, which was great. Followed that with lunch at Golden Corral. Uh, what can Nothing be wrong with that. Uh, which was packed, and only three people I saw had masks on beside employees. Followed that up with miniature golf at another packed business. Then we tried to do some shopping at the Wally Mart, but it was too overcrowded and eventually left after 15 minutes. Uh, it's the busiest I'd ever seen a Walmart. Yeah. Uh, th- then last night after work, I took my wife and five kids to the bowling alley, which was open for the first time. Really? Their bowling alley is open. Yeah. Awesome. Now, I tell you what, one of the most interesting things I think we can offer for you today is a, a chart that was recently put out that shows states with uh, states ranking in terms of restrictions and it, it cross-references that with their rank in terms of coronavirus deaths per capita. And and the long and short, in case you're uh, tuning out now or whatever, number one, you will be missed. But number two, <laughs> it's difficult to see any correlation oh, really? between the restrictions and the death rates. Huh? Yeah, it's crazy. There's all sorts of states and all sorts of places. Well, I hope we learn something for the future if there's ever another one of these. We got to catch you up on a bunch of news. Stick around. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. I happen to be taking it. I happen to be taking it. So that made a bunch of people who are of a certain predisposition to have their heads explode. Explode. Yeah. Yeah, the daily head explosion. Ooh. It's an odd thing to say, but uh, I'm not particularly concerned about it. We all, yeah, whatever. Um, I do know one person who has lupus, which can be terribly painful, who is having trouble getting her drug. and And I think if people are just, buying it up the hydroxychloroquine like they were at one point allegedly that's not good oh uh, this doctor uh texted this morning i've been prescribing this drug i can't say the name of it for 41 years and i've never had a single patient experience a side effect if it were highly dangerous i'd recommend pelosi take it immediately <laughs> <laughs> i had a doctor doctor first do no harm sir right thing sort of thing to say oh, in these troubled times I I understand that if you are already you know very sick with the the COVID and you take it, it can have some 
some adverse uh, effects, but, but the, that's if you're in that's those but straits. It's, it's well known that uh, doctors were, were were gobbling it up like crazy after the first time the president and I mentioned it a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. writing about prescriptions for them and their family, getting the maximum amount, that sort of stuff. Right, thinking it was going to become I don't know valuable or well, scarce or could whatever save was their lives happen. from yeah. the two million dead pandemic. A lot, a lot has changed. Um. Yeah, I heard Colorado is going to start uh, releasing two sets of numbers: people who died with COVID nineteen, which is what everybody else is using, is the COVID nineteen death toll, and then they're going to re- release the list people who definitely died from it, and yeah. there will be uh, quite a difference. Well, there's a twenty percent difference going back on counting them. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big difference in the number. Yeah. So if we did that nationwide, I don't know where we would be. Well, presumably we'd be uh, like sixteen thousand fewer than we are now for around eighty. I think, but I don't want to get. I think s- we're close to ninety. I hate point. to get sucked into talking about the president because uh, just I don't know. It's easy to do, and uh, that that's why he says things like what he said yesterday. Right. Um, we can talk about the president of American Entertainment, Ryan Seacrest, who has not had a stroke. Stay with us. Yeah, let's do that. What? what oh, you, you want to do that now? Well, what, what are you talking about? Ryan Seacrest had a stroke. People feared. No, he said he did I not. I just said fake news. <laughs> What well, was the original story? <laughs> he Ryan Seacrest had a stroke. Weird on TV. What I guess show? yesterday. Uh, it was the American um, Idol finale. Yeah, the American Idol finale. Uh, I did learn something about the American Idol finale. So apparently, the reason it was uh, getting attention yesterday, I didn't even know American Idol was still on the air, is it was one of those years where there was a clear cut standout. Just this person is going to be a giant star, mm. and they finished second. No, it was no. one of those. Uh, they gave it to the the pop singer girl all of a sudden at the end. So depends on the voting, but. Mm. Um, uh, controversy gets you news, news coverage. But the, the, the cool rock voice guy who who might actually uh, become famous finished second. That's, that's the controversy. So Ryan Seacrest still does American Idol. He does. Well, he, again, he does it. Did he leave? For, I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. Don't ask me. And I'm not going to tell you if you do. <laughs> Viewers noticed at one point during Sunday's episode, Seacrest, who hosted remotely from his house uh, during the pandemic, appeared to slur his speech and his right eye seemed to be enlarged. What? There's a shot right there. Uh, he yeah. is looking very squinty on the one side. Well, he's got a case of uh, one-eye-bugging-out syndrome. Well, yeah. Well, yes. It's swollen. What is going on there? He's got some sort of swelling. Yeah. Some fans suggested on Twitter, which is really the best place for a medical diagnosis, <laughs> that he may have <laughs> suffered a stroke. However, his rep said that's not the case. Well, that is a weird look right there. A, a guy who's... As careful with his image and look as Ryan Seacrest, yeah, I'm surprised that aired with one squinty eye and one bug eye because yeah. that, that looks odd. Looks like he had an allergic reaction of some sort. I've had that happen. Uh, I had a, a severe allergy to uh, to a cat once. My daughter to nuts. And the the slurred speech was very slight, but what was noticeable is a much slower, deliberate. Talking delivery style that normally is the upbeat, high energy Ryan Seacrest. He hit the bottle. So he He was just drinking. Working at home. I'm doing on the American Idol finale that nobody cares about from my house. Can't believe anybody watches this. This is a stupid show. Karaoke competition. Freaking. (laughs) There's a zillion people who can sing. (laughs) Who cares? Honey, you gotta do this show. Nice karaoke! Ryan, the co- I'm not doing this anymore! Ryan, the contract says you're going to do the show. <laughs> Damn it, you're going to do the show. Now, sober up. 
His agent screaming at him. <laughs> so he comes hey, on. Drink this coffee. With one whiskey shut eye and one bugged out eye. You're going to like the rest of the. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> his rep's emailed statement. We need a rep who emails statements about us. Well, if I. If Generally, I, we answer our own questions. That is weird, though. I think it is, is the one eye normal or is the one eye. Is it more about a squinty eye I think or it's a bugged the, eye? It's, it's the half-mast eye more than one eye getting yeah. bigger. I think yeah. his eyes are always wide, and uh, he's like a Disney character. Ryan did not have any kind of stroke last night, a rep said. Like many people right now, Ryan is adjusting Drunk. to the new normal and finding work-home balance with the added stress yes. of having to put on live shows from home. Yes, like many people right now, he's drinking more and drinking while he's working. Yes. Like many people right I, now. I'm that's sure that's code Ryan for. Seacrest is just like everybody. Yes, Hanson? You have a comment on this? Maybe you the Botox gave up on one side. Oh, that could be. <laughs> he hasn't been getting his eyebrow fillers. Yeah. yeah. Could be. Could be. Seacrest, who is also the co-host of Live with Kelly and Ryan, a real national treasure, did not appear on Monday's live broadcast. His rep said he was just in need of rest. He's suffering from bulging one-eye, squinty one-eye syndrome. Took a well-deserved day off to sober up. <laughs> he, but So he took a day off after his buggy eye. Yes. So something's going on, obviously. If you need a day off. It was exhaustion. Or, or my client was just very tired. By the end he of the finale, in that picture. He, he appeared to be back to his normal self. Well, yeah, a couple of days. No, by the end of the show. Oh. Yeah. Well, how would he do that? They coffee? threw some coffee in his face, slapped him around a little bit. Wake his, up! His personal makeup artist said, we got to do something about Listen this. Listen to you, idiot. I know it's stupid, but they pay you $40 million to do this. This entire crew of people I, depends I, on you. Quit yelling at me. <laughs> I hate my life. I hate my life. I hate my life. <laughs> Kelly Ripper's a witch. This is a karaoke show. She tries to act like so bubbly and nice. She's a bitch. Rocking New Year's Eve is not rocking at all. She's so small I can step on her like a bug, and some days I wanna. That's interesting, though. So he had one big giant buggy eye, and then he had to take the next day off. Something's going on. It ain't about the buggy eye. It's about the squinty eye. Okay, either one. Then he had to take a day off. I like the Botox theory. That is not bad. (laughs) He obviously gets all kinds of this and that. Models? Oh. Did you want to hear the audio? Uh, if is, it, is it worth hearing? Go ahead. Cynthia Erivo and the top 11 right there. You can catch her playing Aretha Franklin on the National Geographic Limited Series. Genius Aretha okay. Franklin. Okay. I, 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 I can weigh in up. on this. As Hello. a guy who's broadcast drunk a number of times in his life, <laughs> I know the sound of really trying hard to not sound like you're drunk. Yes. By over-enunciating and slowing down. I know that sound when I hear it. That is exactly what he's doing. You know, I discovered the other night, and I have to be careful with this story, that a, a certain person who I'm very, very close to, I've known for a number of years, does not slur at all, no matter how drunk they are. And I was completely fooled. Hmm. Um, I, I had a conversation. It seemed a little odd to me, a little <laughs> off. And then we essentially had the same conversation, like five minutes later. And I'm like, and then they, they revealed that uh, I'm hammered. <laughs> And I, I, I thought, uh, what, what a gift. I mean, because I, I slur normally after a few drinks, please. But what a gift. Stop the hammering. <laughs> Too late. 
too late, Lawrence. So Ryan Seacrest is fine, everybody. Thank God. So I mean, he, if we lost Ryan Seacrest during this trying time. But so even he officially doesn't care about American Idol anymore. No. <laughs> Easiest paycheck in the history of paychecks. is I can't do it sober. Right. I just can't. Nobody cares. Can't send me out They're there. They're both fine. Nobody cares. They're singers. There's lots of singers. Well, thank goodness he's all right. Broadcasting from Zoom. Um, what the future of flying is going to look like? I don't know if you've been on a. I've been on a plane in three months, but I don't my know. my daughter was the other day. Did she have to wear a mask clear across country? Oh yes, yeah, and all the middle seats were open. Do they provide you a mask that they make you wear, or can you wear whatever you want? I do not know that. I don't know that either. I think everybody brought their own, or they're available at the airport. That's just an assumption on my part, but uh-huh. everybody had one. All the middle seats were open. Uh, it's an airline I will not name, but it's based in the southwest of the Boy, United States. I do not want to fly. I mean, I, I don't want to fly during this. I really don't. I don't want to get into a plane with people from all kinds of different areas of concentration of the virus and stuff. I'd rather not if I don't have to. You know, like those Best Buy vending machines that you can get like an emergency phone charger from at the airports oh, yeah. and things like those are yeah. going to become personal protective equipment machines. Where you can oh, buy masks good call and there. Stuff like that. Good yeah, call yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, if I was an ambitious fellow, I'd be uh, working on that right now, or or by noon today. Uh, I'd say my concern level is at about a two on a scale of one to five uh, for flying. It's, Why'd you it's go one definitely to five? elevated. There's no need for ten gradations. That okay. would just get tiresome. Gotcha. Um, it's like the rainbow of doom. There weren't fifteen colors. There was, you know, you're red, green, yellow, orange, red. Uh, yeah, just I'm I'm like at a two, two out of five. I'd prefer not to, but would, if I had to go somewhere, I'd go. Oh, I, by myself, I definitely would if, if I had to go someplace. I definitely would, but I don't want it to put my family on a plane. I hear you. Have my kids touching all these different things. I, just, I don't right. know. What's the point? Right. Well, because um, you can't tell kids not to touch stuff and, and t- don't touch your face and the rest of it. It's mm-hmm. just it's, Your words are wasted. Um, uh, have you flown? What it was like? 415-295-KFTC. KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. I'm <laughs> no, drunk. It's, it's, it's okay with phone numbers as long as you come close. I'm as drunk <laughs> as Ryan Seacrest. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. As to President Obama and Vice President Biden, whatever their level of involvement, based on the information I have today, I don't expect Mr. Durham's work will lead to a criminal investigation of either man. Um, That was seen as big news yesterday. Excuse me, the uh, Attorney General announcing there won't be a criminal investigation of Biden or Obama, most likely. That was seen as the headline all day long. And I meant to say this at the time yesterday. To me, that... I, I, it would have been extraordinary for that not to be the case. Um, for, extraordinary. Right. For the Justice Department to investigate the previous president and Veep. Yeah, it's just absolutely extraordinary. And if you can't find a way to put a layer between you and whoever's doing the bad things as president and vice president, you aren't trying very hard. Right. I mean, come on now. Sure. Um, he went on to say, so let's play, let's play the other clip, uh, just because there was a lot more to what he had to say yesterday. What happened to the president in the 2016 election 
and throughout the first two years of his administration was abhorrent. It was a grave injustice, and it was unprecedented in American history. The law enforcement and intelligence apparatus of this country were involved in advancing a false and utterly baseless Russian collusion narrative against the president. Well, that's that's funny. That clip, which came right before, I think, the clip we played, got no coverage. Well, right. So, Zero. So the idea that he won't be charging Obama or Biden. Yeah, I didn't figure that they would be. And again, presidents and vice presidents are supposed to be insulated from these sorts of things, even if they're doing bad things. I mean, if you're trying at all. The headline really is that he thinks terrible things happened. Abhorrent. And right. they're investigating it right now. That's that's the story. Right. Right. If nothing else, illegal leaks of classified information. There if you do not bust Clapper and Comey and 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 Brennan and all those guys who I'm certain are guilty or at least their underlings, so their underlings say he told me to do it, then those laws mean nothing because the little guy gets busted fairly regularly for that sort of thing. People have had their lives really screwed up because of those charges. So are you telling me that it's it's good, it's okay if if you're high enough in the uh, you know, the administration to break the law like that? So I mentioned flying going to be a little bit different. I don't know if you've been on a plane lately, but they see people wearing masks for quite some time to come. By the way, Hanson, are we going to be able to talk about the Armstrong and Getty masks? Get us the info on that so we can talk about that. We might have a very exciting story for you, because I think we're going to be wearing masks for a while in a number of settings. Uh, but flying masks are going to be around. Taking your temperature is going to become routine. A lot of airports are putting in these thermo something or others that you walk through. So instead of walking through to see if you got a bomb in your shoe, you'll be walking through to see if you have an elevated body temperature. Mm. And that they, they'll be able to tell that. Yeah, I've seen the videos of those things at work. It's kind of interesting. Various airlines coming up with a new rule where you have to raise your hand if you want to go to the bathroom for some reason. I don't know what that's all about. Um, oh, so you don't line up? I guess. And they give you an eraser that says hall pass on it. And yeah. You, get to go. And, uh, you don't have to like hold up one finger or two, do you? Because <laughs> I really... Can I just keep that to myself? Having planes board from the back to the front so you don't end up with that crush of people, um, that just seems like a good idea. That's the sort of thing that should have been streamlined a long time ago. I don't know why we, we have to come up with a system where everybody gets jammed in there together. Right. Right. You know, if there are assigned seats, let's do it in such a way that everybody isn't all crowded together. The same as getting off the plane, they said. And unless you're getting served a cocktail or something like that in first class, I don't get the attitude that... It's a great privilege to be allowed on first, no. unless you're fighting for overhead space. I mean, obviously, that's a thing. But I also don't get why they don't start with the back row and say, put your luggage above your seat. Right. It'd be so simple. Um, and, and have the uh, the uh, plane waitress, they're barking orders and enforcing it on the plane. Everything could go fine. Some airlines are considering requiring passengers to sign health certifications. I'm sorry to finish the thought. The best thing in the world is to walk onto the plane, sit down, and they say, glad you're here, Joe, and then taxi out. That's perfect. It's a privilege to get on last, Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The less time I'm in that tiny little seat, the better, as far Please. as I'm concerned. Anyway, sorry. You Some airlines saying? are considering requiring passengers to sign health certifications, I guess, under penalty of law. I'm swearing I do not have this disease or something. I don't know. Or to eventually carry immunity passports document, documenting that you have had or recovered from the virus. Okay. Uh, more importantly, since the Wall Street Journal is all about businesses, 
Uh, executives report they expect there will be months, maybe years, of lower demand for flying. Hmm. I don't know about years. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. That's such a vague statement. Do you mean 25% or 3%? You know, lower demand. 3% would be huge in well, an industry that big. Right. Wall Street Journal is all about investing, so it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Oh, speaking of uh, testing and immunity passports and that sort of thing... I heard a, a really interesting uh, item about testing sent along by an alert listener, actually, and I'll share it with you. But it is so disgusting. It is inspiring. It is brilliant. It is important. And it's just so gross. So stay tuned for the next frontier in testing. Got a quick text. Uh, someone said flew three times last last week. I flew from Sacramento to Dallas, packed flight. Flew from Houston to Dallas, completely full. Flew from Dallas to Sacramento, completely packed. So there's uh, three flights wow. that were completely full. Masks required the whole way. No food or drink service. Yeah, I forgot that's mentioned oh, yeah. in the article too. Plan a he. That's the old. It's <laughs> the old visual joke. Eliminating goes. food and drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, less stuff that everybody's touching. I wonder how long that'll last. Or the airlines will figure out. This has saved us fifty billion dollars. So uh, yeah, it's because of coronavirus. Sure. Bring yeah. your own drink. Yeah, in 30 years. I can't bring a drink because I have to buy it inside the airport. And now drinks are going to triple in price. Or a bottle of water will oh. go from $8 to $24. No, no, no. Surely not. You're not allowed to bring your own liquor on airplanes. Well, how much can they charge you for a bottle of water in the little bookstore there if there's no water on the plane? I'll bet quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I would guess. I, I would bring an empty and fill it in the airport because I'm thrifty and practical. What? Can you do that? Yeah. Are they going to let you use the drinking fountain? bunch of people with their mouths around there in their hands? I, what? I, I don't, don't know. know. Yes, they will. Got to cordon those off and have a security guard. Okay. Shot on sight. All right. Fine. Back away from the now, fountain. Now we're in the Matrix. Armstrong and Getty.